Colossians 1.18 says, So spacious is he, so roomy, that everything of God finds its proper place in him without crowding. This podcast is going to help you live out your faith, walk in the Spirit, and rest in God's grace. Hey there, my name is Wendy Parker, and I want to welcome you to the Spacious Room Podcast. Hey there and welcome to this week's Spacious Room podcast and today I want to talk about having the faith even when we cannot see and at the moment it feels like the world has gone crazy and we're all living out the revelation of what John's ink-stained hands penned thousands of years ago and perhaps the finale is drawing near but who knows maybe nobody knows And regardless of all the perspectives and points of view as to how John's apocalyptic themes and visions will play out in our modern world, the overarching element that drives his narrative in the book of Revelation is one of an overcomer. Yes, it's all about overcoming. So how can we live out a better life that has the strength to rise above all this chaos? How can we use the obstacles that seem to be tripping us over to fulfill the purposes of God in our lives? Well, that kind of lifestyle requires one thing. It requires us to cry out to God and have the faith even when we cannot see. Now, I don't know about you, but I am well aware of the fact that if I watch the news for just a few minutes, I find that my thoughts slowly start to sink into the twilight and gloom of the images that play out before my eyes. And it can be all too easy for our feeble minds to get caught up in the swirl of the toxic thoughts that allow fear to rule our actions. And it brings with it like a selfish, cowardly spirit instead of a confident spirit that God is still good and is still on the throne, regardless of all the chaos what we see around us. Well, yes, thanks, Wendy. That's great in theory, but it can be difficult in practice. I know, because we believe that we're unable to meet all the disciplines required for us to lead this overcoming life. So we toss that disciplinary yucky stuff into the too hard basket and hope for the best. However, As Bannon Leibester points out, he says Christianity was never meant to be a life of disciplines. It was always meant to be a life of passion. And I like the sound of that. You know, no more striving or struggling with disciplines. Now, disciplines are important. Bible reading, prayer is all important. But sometimes we can beat ourselves up because we miserably fail sometimes at it. But to live passionately for him, it helps It helps in our walk. And even when we cannot see any hint of light through this present darkness, if we choose to position and posture ourselves in God's presence, we're able to draw on his strength to pull us through whatever it is we're facing so we can truly become the overcomers that the Apostle John speaks about in the book of Revelation. So even when we cannot see and we lean on God for strength. What does that exactly mean? Well, 
we're going to look at the story of Samson. Yes, that classic biblical account of how God can work his purposes, even through our human failings, our deficiencies, our shortcomings that can cause us to stumble. And as we know, Samson's great strength came from his long hair. However, Samson's kryptonite was called Delilah. Yes, the woman he married, Delilah. And with the help of the Philistine rulers, Delilah managed to steer Samson's attention away from his purpose, leaving him destitute of the vision he was born for. So the Philistines, this is the backstory in Judges 16. The Philistines wanted Samson dead because oh, he had made them suffer. So they hatched a plan with Delilah to learn the secret of Samson's great strength. And in Judges 16.5 it says, If you charm him into, you, in, into giving you the secret of his great strength so that we can overpower and capture him, each one of us will give you 1,100 pieces of silver. Wow. Well, I don't know how many Philistines promised this to Delilah, but it was probably a fair bit of coin that she was going to get if she could actually figure out and find out the secret of Samson's great strength. So, bit by bit, slowly, 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 nag, 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 Delilah finally managed to shift Samson's vision off his mission and manoeuvre his focus on the one question that she just continuously kept asking him. Where does your strength come from? She continued to ask him day after day after day and he was tired of it. And finally, after she'd whittled him down uh, and you know, he probably felt like his strength had gone because she was nagging him so much about where his strength came from. He finally, finally told her the truth. And he says, if my head were shaved, my strength would vanish. I would be weak and no different from any other man. Well, Delilah, finally, she got her answer. And with Samson's strength gone because the Philistines shaved his hair off, seized him, gouged out his eyes. Yeah, I know, it's, it's gross. But this is what they did with Samson. They bound him with bronze shackles and then he sent, they sent him to work blind. You know, he, was, he had his eyes gouged out. They, he was bound with bronze shackles and then they sent him to work in a grinding mill. That's what they did with prisoners back then. And not only did Samson lose his vision that day, he actually lost his supernatural purpose, but he lost his sight in the natural. So he lost his vision for his purpose and he lost his sight in the natural. And since birth, Samson had been set apart, but now he was no different from any other man. However... Like all good stories, there comes a plot twist. And it comes when Samson is in prison because his hair starts growing back. And in the IVP Bible 
background commentary of the Old Testament, it mentions that in the festival of sacrifice to the Philistines' god Dagon, they actually decided to bring Samson out to entertain them. And when I mean entertain, this is what the cruel Philistines meant as entertainment. They actually put obstacles in Samson's way so they could torment and laugh at him as he stumbled around over the obstacles because of his blindness. You know, they they were like this great, look at this great Samson now fumbling around with obstacles that we put in his way so we can laugh at his misfortune. However, with his hair grown back, Samson was determined to finish his purpose. So with no strength and with no vision, Samson asks the boy, a boy, um, like a servant probably, um, asks him to, to put him up against the supporting pillars and he cries out to God to fill him with his strength one last night, time. And he says, oh, Lord God, remember me, I pray. Strengthen me, I pray. Just this once, oh God, that I may with one blow take vengeance on the Philistines for my two eyes. Samson was using the obstacles that were put in his way to seal his enemy's fate. And God listened to Samson's prayer and the building collapsed on the rulers and all the people that were in it. And unfortunately, Samson sacrificed himself that day too. But the thing is, what we learn from this story is that Samson positioned himself before God, even though he had no strength, even though he could literally not see anything. He actually became an overcomer of his circumstances because he chose to focus on God, which helped him to rise above the chaos that surrounded him. Sacrificing himself, Samson leaned on God to give him his strength so he could finish what he started. And each day we get an opportunity to focus on the purposes of God, even though we feel like our strength is gone and we cannot see how it's all going to work out. And we have an enemy and his entertainment is to laugh at us as we stumble over the obstacles he puts in our way because he's clearly entertained by our perceived blindness to his tactics and the blindness that, you know, we're going to trust in God. But like Samson, if we choose to position ourselves before God and cry out to him, we will carry out the mission we were born for. And like Delilah, people will keep asking us, where does your strength come from? And you can tell them, dear friend, you can tell them, Even when I cannot see, God is with me. Even when I cannot see, God is my strength. And even when I cannot see, God fulfills his purpose in my life. You know, sadly, some people choose to see the negatives in this swirling chaos that surrounds us. But the revelation of the times we're living in only reveals to us that John's apocalyptic writings are to be viewed with an attitude that God is bigger He's bigger than any circumstances. And no matter what happens, we as believers will be the overcomers in the end because of God's strength, even when we cannot see. So recapping over the story of Samson, have you seen a new revelation with fresh eyes? So I pray today that even though 
We feel as though we've lost our strength and we cannot see. I pray we will keep putting our trust in you, Lord. We will ask for your strength, Lord. And we will keep positioning ourselves in your presence, even though we feel like we're fumbling around in the dark sometimes. And Lord, we will focus on your light to help us to refocus our vision into the plans and purposes you have called us to do because you have called us to become overcomers. Amen. And I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you would like more teaching and messages on the Christian life, then check out my website, thebigvoiceonline.com. I look forward to sharing the spacious room with you next time.